0: Good morning, Eastern Oregon, and welcome to this June first version of AM Live on EOA, your connection to Eastern Oregon, and we're also on Roku, and that channel is being overhauled as we go along. So watch for cool changes. Sweet. So it's already June first. I just, yeah, when I was <clears throat> when I was working on the dates of the events terrible. and stuff today, is like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah un- unbelievable though. So, we're almost halfway through. Yeah. it's just it just keeps rolling, keeps rolling right along, doesn't it? So yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we have a fun show today. Well, fun. I don't know. If that's <laughs> fun for me and you. <laughs> yeah, Craig Langford is going to be with us here in just a little bit to talk about his his uh, bear incident, and uh, so that'll be that'll inter- be interesting for us all to kind of hear his his story. And you know, you can. Uh, Put in respectful questions and comments, if you want, along Good. as we talk about that particular story. morning, Todd. Glad to hear from you. So, Good
1: morning, Todd. Let's do some sports real quick.
0: All right. Here we go.
1: This morning sports report is brought to you by Rockin' Sons Tire and Auto. Um, if you need anything for your vehicle, uh, JV, man, Rockin' Sons, they... They give back to the community. They they have a flawless reputation. Rockinson's Suns, Tyron Auto, East End of Adams and LeGrand. Go see JB and the boys. Um, sports-wise, LeGrand baseball dropped a heartbreaker. Uh, Tuesday night, Scapoose. If they would have won that game, it would have been an all-Eastern Oregon state final. It would have been LeGrand versus Pendleton. What everybody wanted, but we unfortunately couldn't get the job done. We had a lead early and and just couldn't hold on. Um, what a great run for these senior class this year. These are the ones that went to the – were one game away from the Little League World Series when they were 12. They they won a state championship last year, went to the state finals the year before. There was no baseball the year before that. You know what I mean? And they probably – I mean, I say 2019 they win a state championship too if we would have had Hmm. Um, because that 2019 class was was really good, and these guys would have been freshmen. Yeah, and, and that was the
0: COVID year, right? That was the COVID year.
1: <clears throat> um, tomorrow, I'm going to have on my show Meyer Whitmore and Brooke Perry, the state champions from La Grande. Uh, Meyer won the state championship in the shot put, Brooke Perry in the 1500 and the 3000. They will be on the EO Live Sports tomorrow. I'm pretty excited about that. All-conference for baseball and softball are coming out. I'll get something posted on that in the next couple of days. As soon as I get the emails, I noticed a couple little postings uh, about the softball girls who made all-conference, so they should be coming anytime. Uh, let's see. The Shrine Game. Man, it's right around the corner. Literally, like, right around the corner. It's, like, two months away. Yep. Two months away. And, mm-hmm. and July 29th, 6 <clears> p.m., Baker City. Yep. East-West Shrine game. Uh, Meyer Whitmore, actually, who's on my show tomorrow, we talk a little bit about the Shrine game because he's LeGrand's representative in the Shrine game. So um, there'll be some stuff coming out, some interviews with players and coaches, and so pay attention to that. You can get the tickets on East-West Shrine. You can go to their Facebook page or their website, and the tickets are for sale now. It's it's, it's go time.
0: Yep. It's crazy. And if you're a business with a regional sponsor, I mean, might mention that. Yeah, great great opportunity for a business. If you have a regional business, great advertising opportunity. Yeah, because yeah. it's
1: it's viewed all over the yeah. I mean, all over the whole state, pretty
0: yeah, all
1: over the state. Yep. There's kids from everywhere, and and it's a, yeah, it is a great opportunity for uh, advertising. Um, that's all I got for sports. Brought to you by Rockin' Suns and Auto right here in the Grand. Go see JB in the booth.
0: All right, cool deal. Yeah. So I uh, want to be sure and mention that. Uh, This episode today is brought to you by uh, Valley Insurance. Um, They recently moved to downtown LaGrange. They were on Washington Street for years, and now they're on Adams Avenue in the old Umqua Bank building. Uh, Be sure and go down and visit Matt and Joel. Really good guys. They invest in the community. Been here a long time. And uh, be sure and check out their services. What does they do?
1: Before we move uh, forward, yeah, uh, one more thing: we uh, we'll be streaming uh, graduation on Saturday. That's too, right. So yep. we should talk.
0: Yeah. What so it'll that? be yeah. So it'll be right here on the EOA network, uh, and then it'll be also on the LGS Legrand School District TV, LGSd and TV. on the activities uh, website. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it's going to be there or not. I haven't okay. haven't quite got that all yet. Yeah. What time does that start? Ten. So that's at ten a.m. So 10 a. M. yep. Sweet. So. Pass the word if you have friends and families that are not able to be there. Uh, so that's we appreciate uh, uh, the high school hiring us. They actually hire us to do that. So that's a that's a that's a good thing. So thank Absolutely. you. Um, so let's take a look at the. Here's the the weather graphic for today. Supposed to get up to 73. Oh man, it's gonna just be Perfect. a pretty day. A little bit of a breeze. I'm good with it. I like it when it cools down like that. At yeah, 45. The, yeah, yeah,
1: you can open the windows up, let a little bit of that fresh air in, and you feel the breeze. And
0: Yep, uh, I don't man. like hot nights. I like it hot during the day, it's just fine. But if, if we could just get it down to 45 at night, every it's, night, it's so funny. This so. is, I mean, we're this is June, and it feels a little bit like spring i mean it feels a little it's just still cool that's because we're behind yeah i know we're so far behind i know it's like everything has shifted
1: i think it's gonna do that every every year it feels like it just
0: yeah it's crazy no and i i say this often regardless of how you feel about global warming climate change is happening and everything is delayed about two weeks at least i mean that's the
1: only explanation for it
0: well I mean, it's the climate is changing without a doubt, yeah, and so definitely, uh, you can debate all day long about why that is, and so on, and so forth. But, um, but you know, even hunting season is that. I mean, you and I have talked about that before. It's like, I've gone elk hunting in the past. I mean, twenty years ago, when I would go elk hunting in that particular season, there'd be a little bit of snow on the ground, and now there's not, and so it just makes just makes it that much more complicated, difficult
1: so jackie says uh, appreciate you guys and your coverage of union county thank
0: you jackie thank you appreciate it all righty so uh craig langford uh is going to be with us here in just a minute i know you all are excited about that be sure and as we're talking to him you can add comments and questions as long as they're respectful <laughs> and answerable so thanks a bunch we'll be right back All right, and we're back with Craig Langford, Bear Survivor. I don't know. I was didn't know for sure what, what to talking? call you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've been called a lot of things. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, did you? Yeah, did you ever think that you'd have that title? Like, yeah, uh, absolutely not. Maybe a bear tracker, bear hunter, but no, not bear survivor. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh,
0: well, well, man, I I appreciate. Appreciate you coming on and, and being here with us. And I know that, uh, I mean, uh, I, I talked to Trina the day of, you know, and about what was going on and, and, and I know she was pretty, she was pretty shook up. Yeah. Maybe more than you. I don't know. What do you, I mean, because I, I mean, I, I think
2: her, your life flashed before her eyes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 The, uh. Where I realized uh, I had uh, scared her so bad is when she stuck her head in the ambulance and saw me all plumbed up and headed to the hospital. And uh, uh, that was when I knew. But, uh, you know, and I did something that all of us do. I left the house without telling her. Uh, and uh, I did a lot of bad things. But, yeah. uh, um, no, I scared my wife to death. And, yeah. Look back on that i wish it would could have changed a few things yeah that's
0: always sobering
2: <laughs> yeah you know
0: i mean when you're when you're in a situation and you know it's not good for you but then you see your loved ones looking at you then it's realized oh this right. this is more serious than what i have assessed yes because I, yeah
2: i was very apologetic yeah and that's the first thing i said and she remembers that uh, when she stuck her head in i said i'm sorry yeah um but yeah with my son living here and uh, scaring him to death and i had a son and daughter in uh, europe i scared them to death my son-in-law and my daughter in boise yeah i scared every my brothers over the mountains so uh, (laughs) it's like wow yeah i said uh, i'm sorry a lot of times Uh, i didn't mean to do what i did but yeah stuff happens
0: yeah well, start at the beginning tell us tell us the story i know that there's been a lot of rumor and speculation from time to time and a couple of different stories and this is your opportunity to to give us the first person account so, well that, i
2: appreciate that yeah and that's why i'm here good because i'm not one of those individuals i i kind of shy away from the public forum anyway yeah a lot of times but uh well story goes pretty much starting bear season um i have an active bear tag so i it was a it was crappy year i'll be honest with you the snow kept me out of the places i wanted to go Um, i just couldn't get where i wanted to go and when i finally got to where i wanted to go there were like nine days left and that was actually um i hunted that weekend i injured my knee uh doing that so i wasn't 100 percent uh on the day but uh injured my knee um and my wife and i were sitting there relaxing that evening and um uh, pretty typical up where i live we were visited by a bear and uh, i have a concealed fence that uh, is tough to get through but they can climb over the gate and you've seen on tv bears can do anything right yeah they can swing by ropes they can get to bird feeders and uh, i didn't want this big creature around my livestock um, we have dogs, we have cats, we have chickens, uh, you name it. And I had an active tag too. That's some of the things that are out there that uh, people don't es- understand too. I-, I could shoot this bear legally. So I went in the house and uh, re- uh, took my rifle out. And where I live, there's houses that are close by. So I couldn't pull out like my 300 rum <laughs> and shoot this bear. Mm-hmm. Because that bullet right. is going to yeah. travel. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to travel. And, and that's some of the asinine things you see on the Internet and stuff is that, well, why aren't you shooting with a 308? Why aren't you shooting with this? Um, I have those guns. <laughs> uh, it's not that I didn't want to, but I don't want to lodge a bullet in my neighbor's, you know, living room. Mm-hmm. So I took my uh, rifle, my Predator rifle, my .22 and I shot this bear straight on and it ran off, and it was right at dusk, so I did the Good Samaritan thing that most all hunters should do. I I uh, went down, and I tracked him where I thought he had went, and it got dark on me, and so I retreated, and I went into the house, and it was a nice, cool evening, um, which this time of year, I heard you guys talking <laughs> yeah. about that, and I'm like, I love this time of right, year. Yeah. It, it's, it's like fall, but it's spring, and the nights are cool. And I'm like, this animal's not going to waste because that's always a concern of mine. When I shoot an animal, I want to retrieve it. Right. Um, I'm out for the meat. It's not just for the sport. I love bear meat. And uh, so I retreat to the house and it just kind of toughened my mind and kind of fidgety. Well, first light. In fact, before first light, I'm up and uh, I go down and What I wanted to do was to reassure myself that I actually hit the animal. Mm -hmm. And that's when, as I was making some wide sweeps, I found some blood. And I started looking at the blood. I'm like, wow, this is good blood. I've never tracked bear blood like this. Bears, as you know, a lot of time with the fat content they have in the hair, they'll plug their holes up and they don't bleed. Hmm. This bear was bleeding profusely. So I continued on the track and all I had was my concealed weapon, my pistol. Um, you know, what if, once again, I look back, Yes, I probably should have went and took my rifle and went and got my 30,30 my brush gun. and uh, I didn't. I thought I was fine. I'm tracking this bear uh, and he heads directly to water. So then I'm thinking he's really hurt because that's what they'll do. Water, mud, anything wet, they can close the wound up. That's exactly what he did. As he was going through the brush, he got down to water and mud. He wallowed around. He plugged the hole. So I'm literally sitting there and I I went look at it. There's five different re- directions this bear can go.
0: Now, how far were you away from the where house I initially the came yeah. in contact? Yeah.
2: Probably no more than 200 yards, oh, 300 okay. yards. Okay. Not yeah. very far. Oh, yeah. so not
1: not real far from your house. Absolutely yeah, not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're so, still real
2: close to it. Yeah. Him. So uh, I'm looking at this area and I'm like, well, you go. Five different ways. Well, four of those ways <laughs> I covered. And, in fact, I looked back on it. I walked right by him hmm. laying there where I thought he was dead. And a couple of the things that I did, I walked right by him. Why he didn't come out of the brush at me, I do not know. Um, so I got down on my hands and knees as best I could because my knee was hurt. I'm actually crawling through this fifth direction. It's like a cavern willows and rose bushes and kind of peeling stuff back. And pretty soon I catch a whiff and I'm like, Oh, that's bear. Cause bear stink. Spring <laughs> bears really stink. They come out of their holes. They've got this aroma. You, you, you can't mistake. So I smell it and I'm like, he's right here. And that's when I leaned around and looked around a willow and about six feet from my face is his butt. Oh why And I'm like, Ooh. And I just instantly stopped and I went into my uh, jacket and I took out my pistol, and uh, I'm kind of looking at him, I'm like, "Well, I don't think Craig, you need the pistol. this dead bear. right? This bear's expired. He bled, and bled, and, and uh, but when he plugged that hole up, that must have made him still have enough life. And I leaned around that bush, and he must have heard me because I kind of got up on a knee. He heard me or sensed me something. He raised his head, and then I said, "Oh shit." <laughs> 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 uh, and so here I am, full extension with my pistol. Luckily, he's looking face away from me. And I've heard people, yeah, you track a bear from this direction and stuff. I'm like, come on, guys. When it gets to that point and you're looking for the smallest amount of blood, you're just looking for directional things. <laughs> I'm just fortunate that he was butt first. Yeah. And his head was on the other end. So he raised his head and then he lowers his head. Huh. And I'm like, ah. Oh. If I could get him to do that again, I'm going to end his life. I'm going to shoot him right behind the ears. And so I thought, I sat there and sat there. And yeah, I'm shaking. Sure, I'm nervous. and he, He wouldn't do anything. And I'm like, gosh, is he even moving still? You couldn't even hardly see him breathe. So I pulled down behind his front shoulder. And I actually thought, well, Craig, shoot him there. He's going to raise his head, shoot him in the back of the head. Like clockwork. Shot him behind the shoulder. He raises his head. Pop, pop. His head just falls. And I'm like, dead bear. Finally, dead bear. <laughs> and and, and uh, so I actually crawl out of that brush. Uh, it was more like a den, but it was just brush den. And I get on the uh, bank of the little spring right there, and I'm sitting on the opposite bank. And I'm looking for help because I'm thinking I need to retrieve this bear, get him out of there. Yeah. So first person, I text my brother and I text my boys, and my, my boy from, that was on his vacation goes, dad, come on now, you're going to kill yourself, you need to be, you know, I told him what I was with, I only had my pistol, and I kind of jokingly laughed that off, and then my brother said, it'll be an hour and a half, and I'll be there, I said, perfect, and that's the last thing I remember texting, uh, was perfect, that was perfect timing, that would allowed me to go up and get stuff ready, and so all of a sudden, I'm sitting on the bank. I remember with my phone on this end, my pistol's still in this end, and I'm shook up. And uh, all of a sudden, I feel the wind hit the nap of my neck because the thermals will change about that time of the morning. And wouldn't you know, it hit my neck, and it blew my scent right to that bear. And uh, I thought the bear was expiring or expired. And he threw his head up, and I looked up, and here he came. And within two seconds, he was on me. Wow. And I remember also Whoa. sitting on the bank.
1: Accurate.
2: I pulled my clip out of my gun because I was pretty calm still. I pulled my clip out of my gun. I'm like, Craig, you got one bullet left and you have one in the pipe. You've got two bullets left. So I put my clip back in. And that's when I remember my brother saying, perfect, wind swidges, Here comes the bear. And as he came through the bush here to the end of the carpet, I point I fired my last two rounds in. Well, what first one I know I missed. Because uh, he had dodged kind of to the right, and I shot, I missed him. But when he came back, there was no way my gun was in his darn near his mouth, but it was his chest, hmm. and I shot, and that's when he hit me. He hit me with his, you know, be like his right pad. Now,
0: were you on kind of level ground or a hill? What, yeah, what was that terrain it was, like? It was, right it was like
2: a, it was like a, a ditch. Okay, it was more like a ditch. So I'm kind of on this embankment on this side. And he comes running over this side. So he kind of comes up underneath of me. But the first thing he did, which you can see, he didn't go for any part of me besides my upper torso. Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. So he comes at me with his first paw, and it feels like I've am I'm, I'm in a like a fist fight. And he hits me upside the head. Were you
1: standing or were you sitting? At I the, was standing. You were you're, you're on your
2: the st- st- I stood to face him yeah because in my mind i said craig you got two choices you can flee or fight
1: yeah, you gotta <clears throat> make yourself big
2: i knew i couldn't outrun it
0: yeah
2: point blank and it, it was a big bear i mean this is probably a 300 pound or three to 350 what i'm asking he's he's got me by 100 pounds and the muscle tone on this thing too you know it, it's just hard to fathom but like i told everybody i said it's like fighting clell carson coach carson excuse me it's like fighting coach carson put 100 pounds on him make it pure muscle give him teeth and And claws claws. (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like that's it right there Uh, and the adrenaline uh he's already full of adrenaline because he's wounded Mm. and uh, it didn't take me long to get adrenaline thank goodness going but uh, he hits me and as he hits me he scrapes his claws if I would have had hair across the top of the head, and he, that's where he scratches my head with his claws. Well, instantly, head injury, the blood just profuses. Right, yeah. It just hits my face and it's in my face. And uh, he's, oh, we wrestle around. And, and then later, people ask me, you know, what, uh, um, you know, were you scared? What did you do? And, and I said, I did as any person did. I defended myself with my arms and my hands. Mm-hmm. And I remember using my pistol as a blunt object. I didn't mm-hmm. have anything else. And I literally racked him right upside the head with that butt of the pistol as hard as I could. This one, that's why it took what it did. And he attacked it more or he bit it more. But every time he bite it, I just go, Oh shit. I mean, damn, that hurt. <laughs> and then you'd hit him upside the head. And then I remember one time, I remember grabbing him around the neck, put him in a freaking headlock. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Get away from this thing. I got him in headlock like this, and I'm hitting him with my other hand. And uh, once again, thank goodness he was wounded, and he wasn't 100%. So I guess just the fight back, too, that I had is why he finally separated from me and and left me, Mm. or left me alone. But that's the last thing I remember is I remember hitting him as hard as I could, and, uh, I had my feet under me. And at that time you were asking me if I was on my feet, he had me on my back. So I hit him as hard as I could. And I remember putting my legs under him and fully extending, just like working out on the right. Legs, yeah. yeah. And I threw him off of me and huh. he went like six feet. Huh? This big old boy went about six feet and he hit and he kind of come back up too, and then he kind of looks at me like, well, shit, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> what I could see, because at that time I thought I was blacking out. Mm-hmm because all the blood going into my eyes and I wear contacts so yeah, I so could very good I couldn't see very good later that night I found out I lost my left contact and I didn't even know it until the huh. end of the day when I went to take it out so so I'm getting up and I'm trying to get up the bank as fast as I can and up and out of there and my first thought is I got to get help I'm so, blacking out
0: so once you pushed him off yeah. then eventually he like he just take off Nope. he yeah. stood
2: there he stood there he didn't do anything he stood there it was the weirdest Damn thing you've ever seen! I huh. thought he would charge me again because yeah. I kept turning around, expecting him to be after me. Mm-hmm. He stood there, huh. and uh, and it was a great spot. It was cool. It was there was water there, so he was probably like me. I after all that, I couldn't believe how yeah, thirsty I was. <laughs> oh wow, I was thirsty, but um, yeah, the the blood was making it hard to see. And I remember crawling over the barbed wire fence, and I hooked my pants. And It was down there in that area and I'm like, oh, I don't have the
0: of all the things you're fighting with. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then
2: a barbed wire fence. And then I'm finally I pull myself free and I went to the first neighbor's house. And that's the one that has me on uh, on video. They weren't home, unfortunately. Uh, they weren't home, and I banged on the door, and I thought to myself, "Craig, you got to get help. You got to get it
0: Because uh, you didn't find your, you didn't have your phone, right? You're no, like, and he,
2: yeah, in the process of fighting, knocked my phone out of my hands. Okay, because I had it in my left hand, and whether I hit him with it, and that was it. But uh, when they went to investigate the, the the spot where all this happened, they found my phone, my hat, and whatever else was there. Uh, they said my gloves. Uh, that was the other thing I, I forgot. Uh, I was crawling through all this. In these bushes and stuff. I thought to myself, "Greg, you're going to get in some stinging nettles, or, or maybe some poison oak, or something down in here. How wet it is." So I put on my leather gloves. Huh. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because yeah. half of our fight, I remember the very end when I kicked him off me. I remember he took my gloves with me, with his mouth, because I'd literally grab his mouth and his teeth just to keep him from biting me. I grabbed him with my open hands, and they said my gloves were looked like pin cushions afterwards. Huh. He he'd tore them up and it, it, they had a couple holes in them, but. And just looking at my hands, that was the thing that amazed me. This one was pretty broke up, but there was no lacerations.
0: So so real quick before you go on, tell us about the wounds that you do have. So, so you got you got Yeah, I had his scrape. The
2: only spot where I really saw his claws were here on top of my head.
0: Okay. So you got a couple claw marks. Yeah.
2: There. And these look wonderful <laughs> because these were separated. They look like you know, they look like the Grand Canyon looking oh at a bald goodness. spot. And that's what somebody said, Langford, you're lucky you're bald because you would have had Harry would have scalp you. you. Huh. I'm like, probably. Because yeah. I mean he 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 was going for that, but yeah. he, he split that open. And then when he first attacked, this is the first arm that he bit. Um, these are the. And that look? These look wonderful, by the way. The one way.
1: underneath it well, still it looks, looks pretty sore, though. That looks. Nasty. Oh,
2: this one is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I say this one's fifty percent. I told my son yesterday seventy. I'm almost up to eighty percent with my right arm. Yeah. But uh, underneath here, but this is where he just missed my artery, where I feel very fortunate. Yeah. Uh, with his, and these hold, are all teeth. up just a little bit
0: more, Craig. Yeah, these okay. are
2: these are all teeth marks. Wow. wow, and uh, that was the interesting part because when I was walking out of there, I couldn't use them and I thought they were both broke for sure. Wow, been around a lot of broke bones and you know, football injuries and sports injuries, and I'm like, these both these arms are broke. So and, then he,
0: so those, your arms were some were in his mouth and he's yes. clamping down and yes. gnawing on them. And yeah, yes, okay, well, okay. absolutely. Well, I mean, that's better
2: than your face or your torso. And that's what yeah. I always said. <laughs> I mean, yes. yes. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, just like in a boxing fight, you yeah. know, it's like you got to keep your enemy away. But always said with wildlife, uh, cats, the same way. Um, I almost had one jump me and I was ready to put my rifle out for protection, but you've got to get your hands out, they're going to take the. But end of it, we're looking for infection now. But uh, right. hopefully that doesn't come. But um, no, I made it to the neighbor's house. Back to the story, and and uh, um, I was going to break into their house. Uh, <laughs> I was to that point. Didn't feel like I was had a lot left in me. And I'm like, I got to look for a phone. And I'm like, well, nobody has a landlocked phone anymore. Right? Yeah. So I'm like, well, what are you doing? Uh, so I left and retreated. And also, I'd wrap my sweatshirt around my head because of the blood coming off my head. So I honestly, I probably looked like a homeless bum, (laughs) bleeding homeless bum. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, so then I'm walking down the lane to the next neighbor's house, and I see the neighbor's jeep parked there. Well, I'm like, okay, here we go. I've never done this, but I went in and I tried to find, see if the jeep had keys in it. There were no keys, so I'm like, crap. So I headed down to the next neighbors, and they have three huge dogs. And I was going to jump their fence. I'm like, well, that would be a great way to end it. Dogs are going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you just just fought a bear, and all of a sudden, you're going to have to take on some dogs.
2: I'm bleeding profusely, and I'm like, I know they're not going to lick me to death. These are mean dogs because they're watchdogs." So I go around to his driveway, and I come in the gate, and I hear him holler out of his window because he sees me wrapped up in this thing. And this is actually OSP Officer Armstrong. He's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh he good friend and good guy. And uh he yells at me, I got my property or something like that. And uh and I told him in not so nice of words, because I'm in shock still, <laughs> who I was and what had happened, and please call nine one one. Well, I don't know if he didn't hear me right or what, but I'm still walking up towards his house. So he meets me on his deck. He's in his underwear and and I'm looking at him. And he goes, And that about that time, he realizes it's me because I take the sweatshirt off my head to identify myself. And he goes, What the hell happened? I said, I've been attacked by a bear. I said, I need an ambulance. Can you call 911? And his wife and him both came out and helped me and and administered first aid what they could. And and Dory, she, She tried to take care of my wounds, the worst bleeding ones. And um, gosh, before I knew it, she wanted me to lay down. I said, if I do, I can't get up because my knees hurt so bad. So she put me in a kitchen chair and uh, they ministered first aid what they could. And then the EMTs arrived and yeah, they got me in the, the, the ambulance. And that's what I said to my wife, because on Wednesdays, back way up, Wednesday is our special day. We get to watch our grandson. And I texted her going into the bushes, Hey, can you go get little man? <laughs> That's what we call him. Can you go get little man? I've got a dead bear I need to take care of. Hmm. So, uh, that was Crazy. all of that. And then they wheeled me into the hospital. And I'll never forget that there were 26 people in gowns waiting for me. And I kind of raised my head and I'm like, Wow, what's going on here? <laughs> we having a party? <laughs> yeah. Boy, very serious. Um, but, uh, Took very good care of me, everybody. That was very, very appreciative. Very fortunate. But, yeah, uh, looking back on the story, um, I don't know if there's anything else. If there are any questions.
1: There's Uh, a few comments. I'll read them off real fast. Caleb Sampson, he said, glad to see Craig doing well. Prayers answered. (laughs) Jackie Fox You know know who that is. Thank heavens you're okay. Now let's write a children's book about this. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, buddy. And TJ Jones says, we are glad you're okay. There's a lot of people watching right
2: now. Yeah. That's good. I just, and like I said, I'm not a person to do something like this as far as be publicly notified or notarized from from. United Kingdom to New York City. This wow. is this is a crazy story. Yeah. yeah, I'm fighting grizzly bears in New York City, and uh, <laughs> oh, the, 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 the crap that you read. I wanted to also clarify things to make sure that people were out there that they uh, don't do something like this too. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And that was the other mm. thing. Being an ethical hunter, I needed to retrieve this animal. Right. Uh, Mirrors right there, the walking pass, the bike pass. Yeah, a lot of people. First thing that ran through my mind is like this thing, if it is wounded, uh, yeah, it definitely could take a person out. They wouldn't even know what the heck they did. Right. So it was my job to go.
1: Here's some more comments. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your son, disappointed (laughs) you didn't wear your tape measure suspenders.
2: (laughs) We'll tell him ODF and W still have them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Steve Langford, which your brother? Cousin. Cousin, glad you're okay, buddy. Yeah. Char Henderson, uh, wow, so glad you're doing well. John Tolan, who's Dory's dad.
2: Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. Were you Best able to get Tom. the
1: bear back from ODFW? We'll talk about that. Casey Townsend, the story going on a bear has a different twist in life. Logan Langford, you know, mom had some input with his Warbert drove today. Don and Karen Starr, thank <laughs> the good Lord you survived. And so, I, I mean, I guess we move on to. to yeah, I
0: got. Uh, uh, I just want to, you've hunted bear before. Absolutely. You've, you've, and so kind of talk about how, you know, I mean, how you've been able to successfully kill bear and not have these kind of incidences. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Did that have to do with the size of weapon you had? I mean, I don't know. Just Location.
2: About. Location more than anything uh, told me or limited me what I was using. Right. I, I'm one, too, that I would almost shoot my bow in that area, too, just to prevent, you know, right. Uh the, 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 like per se saying the bullet to go down to the neighbor's house or something. Right. Um, but no, I've hunted for years and I've tracked several bears and I, I've shot them with my bow, um, during archery season and I've shot them when you can draw a tag. See, this took me, uh, six years. I was going on my seventh year. I drew this tag. Hmm. Um, and, uh, I was ready to shoot a bear. In fact, I'd spent the last two days hunting bears over in Emily Creek. Five Points Creek, back of Green Mountain, um, a lot of different places. I just was not having any luck.
0: But you have, I mean, you have experience with dead bears, yes. And so yeah. then, so in all accounts, is like, especially the way when you shot him the second time, yeah. and the way he was like, he's it's done, he's gone, yeah, it's
2: done, yeah. There was no doubt in my mind, um, or I would have retreated. But right. and that's the thing. I should have. Yeah. but in my mind, it was done. It was a done deal. Um, I knew it was expired. Yeah. Um, so that's where I was getting help to, to just retrieve the dog. Right. Thing.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, so now, talk about what happened. Uh, I don't know. Let's let's talk about once you got to the hospital, mm-hmm. your family got. To, I know. Maybe talk about in that. And I know that's pretty <laughs> sensitive. I mean, how did how did everybody learn that in your family that. Dad's been attacked. You know, how did that go down? And uh, yeah, it was amazingly how quick. Um, now, you said Trina saw you while you were still at the at neighbor's house. Throngs, yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes.
2: She still had a little man. Okay. And uh, then Colby came and got his son. Uh, she followed me to the hospital. And I could see her as they were working on me answering what she could. Mm hmm as fast as she could. Right. Um, because there were people that were notified about this and we have not the foggiest idea how they even mm. got the information. Yeah. So, um, uh, but, uh, it was my wife, I think her speedy response. I know I wasn't responding to yeah. anything. Um, my son mm-hmm. probably being here, he made it to the hospital really quickly. Yeah. He was the one that actually helped me go to the restroom the first time in my in my paper gown <laughs> well, oh, i think my wife sent you that picture uh, hilarious because i'm sitting there i'm like man all i have left my underwear they took everything yeah there's there's yeah yeah
0: there yeah. is no decency no is. no <laughs> so when i'm going to the bathroom
2: the girl kind of wanted to put a gown or something on me i'm like hey i've been laying out on this table for this long in my underwear I said, I really now, don't why want, now? I don't want this thing sticking <laughs> to these open wounds too. And I said, I'm just going to go pee and I have to go. Uh, so those IVs hit me and it was like, wow. Hmm. Yeah, I have to. And she wanted me to go over there in the bed. And I said, no, I don't yeah. do that. <laughs> so I got yeah. up and I went to the bathroom. You're Bless her heart. There. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a notification. Uh, it's it just, it's amazing today how the just our way of communicating with each other it just amazes me and being a teacher for 30 years and uh, realizing that towards the end of my career uh, you can't keep anything a secret
0: no oh, no especially not yeah. in a town like well God, and when no. you i would imagine when you did get your phone back yeah. it had just blown up 175 messages <laughs>
2: I don't know how many phone calls 175 i just remember oh, looking wow. down there at that little icon yeah and i'm like where do i start yeah because yeah. there were some i had to take care of yeah because then i definitely when i was that was the other amazing part too four hours four hours from being attacked to sitting at our bar at our house eating a cheeseburger that my son brought me from Nell's. Hmm. And that, that was the best tasting hamburger, by the way. I can imagine. I'm like, man, that was a good burger. And I'm that was four hours from being attacked, uh, them putting me back together. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Wow, that quick. is crazy. That's really fast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I was back home, yeah, having lunch. And
0: uh, so, how many stitches? Tell us about uh, that.
2: Really, not many. In okay. fact, they had two, three. I think it was two, three, two, three in different locations. Okay. And all they wanted to do was to just kind of hold the gaps together. Got it. Because they were so scared of the infection. infection, infection yeah. Bears, bears, bears. you know, disgusting. what are they? The number second or third with the, the bacteria that runs in their mouth. Wow. Uh, they're terrible. Wow. They're terrible. And in past years past, I remember um, the ODFW biologist saying, Craig, stick a stick in their mouth. Makes it easiest for to retrieve a tooth. Because that's the way they want to. That's where they do their studies. They'll mm-hmm. take a tooth, that little tiny tooth in their mouth, out. Shows you how many years old they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they say, "Well, don't be careful though. Don't you know, yeah mess with their mouth as much as you can." And so I knew that too. Because even without
0: open wounds, yes, it's it's very bacteria rich. Very yeah, very easy to get an infection.
2: And that was the other thing. I don't know. It's just maybe the way I think. Um, I told my wife. I said, "Well, maybe I'm fortunate for being attacked this time of year." really they're not eating dead stuff right now they're eating wild onions wild celery a uh, hmm. um, lot of a lot of you know they're omnivores so they're eating a lot of plant life right now um, not a lot of dead critters they're, the does aren't dropping their fawns they're almost they're getting there cows are not dropping their calves yet so yeah right, so maybe i'm lucky there too yeah
0: uh, so then now so now talk about what happened to the bear After that fact, what, you know, what was the, what I heard. They shut down because they shut down Mount uh, Mira. Amazing. Right. Yeah.
2: It was amazing because you had all the agencies and thank you, by the way, to all those agencies um, for everything you've done. You had uh, Union County Sheriff's Department. You had Oregon State Police. You had ODF and W and matter of an hour probably after the incident. They had a state trapper with hounds, um, which is legal because he is licensed to do that with ODFW. trying to put an end to this bear. And that, by the way, uh, that was Jared Mitchell, the state trapper from over the hill, over in Umatilla County. Um, He did a great job with his dogs. He put his dogs on it literally in minutes because it was literally, what, 30, 40 feet from the... Where he let his dogs out. Hmm. He was right there. So you knew he was hurt too. So the dogs are on him, but he's still alive. He ended up putting three more shots in him with a shotgun.
0: So did, was he, was the bear close to where he had attacked you at? Was in that 80 egg? yards, they said. From that, yeah. from that. Location. Yeah, he'd
2: made his way. And where they described to me, it was basically he just turned and he went right down the drainage. Sure. He didn't go up. Yeah. He just went down. Yeah. And then he found a nice, probably brushy spot. Mm hmm. And, and that's the other thing is uh you know myself i would have loved to put hounds on it when i knew this animal was attacked mm-hmm. but you know back in the 90s our state kind of went sour on us and they banned the use of hounds on mm-hmm. these animals mm-hmm. so it sure, an, <laughs> it sure would have been a lot nicer outcome <laughs> if i would have had a group of hounds trying to get this dog or this bear instead of me uh. but uh
0: so, but, but they did, did they fill your tag with the bear? I was going, yeah, talk about that. That's I had a bit.
2: choice, phone call with, um, uh, Mr. Yankee from ODFW. Um, he, once again, they were very supportive. They came up and interviewed me in the hospital. Um, just making sure this was the bear that attacked me. Um, and, uh, at the end of it, um, he said he called me back a little bit later in that day and he said craig this is your bear i said well i appreciate it and he goes "Well, you also have choices we know you have an active bear tag but this was a nuisance and um and, and i've dealt with these before too um you don't have to tag it and i told him point blank i said i have seven days now to hunt my wife's not gonna let me out of the house. First of all, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. physically, yeah. I don't yeah. think I can, yeah. <laughs> honey, I, I'm gonna go bear hunting. Yeah. I got seven days go, but I said I I can't. Um, I said uh, it'd be it'd be an honor actually for me to put my tag. It took me seven years to get this doggone thing. Anyway, it'd be an honor to put the tag on the bear, mm. and uh, so that's what I did. It was on my phone. I'm one of those phone taggers, and. <laughs> and uh, so. what's
1: the first taste going to be like what do you, what do you, have you thought you know,
2: about it it is and that's the reason why i can't really enjoy cougar is because i've hunted them i've gotten so close and i've got used to the smell cuz uh, you're talking about bell, bear stinking the cougar is terrible really oh uh, male yeah, cougar but cougar backstraps so good see and that's the thing <laughs> it is you make kebabs so out of it and, uh, it's like pork. Yeah, it's like a sweet, it's sweeter like pork. pork. Yeah, And I have had it, I, I, but I just can't stomach it because of what that animal smells like when I actually retrieve it. But uh, they pee on themselves, urinate, they sleep, in, and they're always in rot, uh, yeah. dead animals. And uh, it's one of the worst smells I think you'll ever encounter. A cougar? Cougar. Huh. Um, but this bear, the first piece of meat, I was looking at the tenderloins the other day. Yeah. Because I do have him in my cooler. It was an ODFW cooler, and then my son picked it up for me. They they gave it to him. He transported it up to the house. I have the cape. They've done a nice job caping it out. Um, taking it to the taxidermist today. The kids are requesting that Dad have this one done into something. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to take this the, the, the cape to the taxidermist. Uh, but I was looking at that carcass. Uh, was it yesterday? I opened up the cooler and I was admiring. I'm like. Doggone, those tenderloins look so good. I think I might just have to try it because I always, what I do with my bear meat uh, with a spring bear is I cut it off. I bone it and I put it in large bags and I freeze it. And then a friend and I get out and we process all of our venison. So I put venison and bear has to go with it with a little bit of pork and uh, we make our summer sausages. Wow. Which are notarized, by the way. I should. But this you. one, this bear, you got to eat them. You got absolutely eat piece yeah. of it, absolutely. At least and I don't think bite. there's a better piece than either piece of backstrap or, or, tenderloin. or tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you should take
1: some pictures or video of it, of the carcass. No, of when you eat that piece. Oh, yeah. You can have like a little TV That's next right. to it. We'll uh, put it. We'll uh, put it on EOA <laughs> as opposed to
2: yeah. yeah. And I always tell everybody. I said a Mount Emily bear. There's nothing like it. I think they're one of the best-tasting bears there is in the country. Huh. And I really give credit to that what they eat because they'll come down at night and eat the apples out of the orchard. They're all huckleberry. I call them berry bears. Huh. Um, but I did shoot this in the spring where, but boy, this one was fat. He was in good shape. Wow. Great shape, actually. I was very surprised for just coming out and being out for no more than maybe a month. Wow. Yeah. So... You know what a bear smells like.
0: You've described yeah. that really well. Yes. When he's right on you yes. and breathing yes. on you, was there was there some new spe- smells that you
2: were experiencing? I mean, uh, what was that like? I mean, is, just as you said, well, if he would have been a coffee, coffee drinker, definitely it would have been a bad breath. But it was more of a um, an animal, like an herbivore. Animal-eating plants, that kind of smell, like a mu cow Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everybody's had a moo cow lick or whatever. That's more of what it was. Um, but uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but there was like a, there was like a death scent there too. Because I think he was full of adrenaline. I was full of adrenaline. And no, I didn't pee down both legs. Like somebody <laughs> said I should have or whatever. And there was that smell. But I know that he, you know, he, I don't know if he excreted on himself or what, but, uh, but his mouth. And the heat like you're talking about you know that was the first night my son asked me if i've been having nightmares and i said no i haven't been having nightmares but that first night after my attack i literally couldn't sleep because my brain wouldn't shut off Mm -hmm. so it replayed that scene over and over and that's where i was telling you i put him in a headlock i'd forgot all about that yeah i forgot all about that until that night and i laid down my mind my brain started replaying that and then I'm like, "Why in the hell did you do that?" Well,
0: yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I wrestled as a as a kid, sure. And there are times you you, you know you'd play around with some a heavyweight, right? And you'd put you put him in a headlock, and you just like uh-huh. you just realize there's no neck, yeah, to get a hold of. You know, I mean, because yeah. it's
2: just, I mean, that w- was probably pretty like sobering. It. Yeah, it's like it was huge. What am I doing? It yeah, was huge because I could hardly get my arm around right. his neck. Yeah, and I had to grab onto his fur to hold on to. Yeah. And that's what I thought, too. WW. And you're like, you're not going to choke this dude out. Oh. <laughs> He's not going to tap out no. and, and give up. And that's when I, like I said, I hit him hard and kicked him or kicked yeah. him off and departed from it. But um, I think that was more of a defense, too, because I was sick and tired of getting bit.
0: Yeah. How long do you
2: think? Yeah, can't possibly feel yeah. good. How long? Oh, hell no.
0: From the time that he hit you to the time that he released, how, how many... How oh, long do you you'd think say that was?
2: five minutes, and that's way too long because literally this whole episode probably lasts. I would say the fighting no more than fifteen seconds. Yeah, right. Isn't that amazing? But it is. felt
1: like an hour to you.
2: Oh yes, you it like was one of the worst the fights I've ever been in. Life. Yeah. yeah, and the muscle that was—I told you, add a hundred pounds to Coach Carson, but just make it pure muscle, and then put his neck at about you know about that big around too, <laughs> wow. like he's in rut and uh uh, claws and teeth on him um no it's something i don't want to wrestle with again yeah but uh just the muscle tone of this animal and watching him or looking at him in my cooler hanging there yeah you look at that and i've always looked at bears and thought wow right because their front half that's the other thing we're like an ungulate their back half their their hams are huge and their front shoulders are pretty small well, bears go uphill more than they do downhill, I mm. think. And his front chest mass is just incredible. Wow. Yeah, big. So um, he's not losing anything on you. You can't really right. grab him hardly anywhere and have a advantage. Wow. So uh,
1: I have a question now. Sure. Obviously, we can't go back and change time, right? But mm-hmm. is there anything you would do different?
2: Yeah, absolutely. What? what? First thing I would have done... Um, and it wasn't necessarily changing my rifle that I shot him with first time. But as soon as I saw blood, and I know better, I should have taken my tracking gun with me. Which is? Uh, 30-30. The 30 brush, brush, gun, brush gun. Brush gun, yeah. brush gun yeah. open yeah. sights, uh, point and shoot, yeah. Yeah. lever action, seven bullets. Yep. And it's a it's a slow-moving bullet. It's not going to blow up. And, um, and, I, and like you say, you're going to have a lot of ridicule of people of, oh, uh you know carry a carry a 45 carry a 44 I, I guys i have these guns and i i i carry them certain times and i probably yes should have had one but that was the other thing i'm glad i also had it out right because i didn't even i didn't think i needed to take it out
1: and hindsight's 20/20 like yeah. of course people are going to say you should have done that but reality is 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 you were in the situation and Probably didn't. It probably didn't even cross your mind.
2: No, it that's didn't because I've done this so several times. Right. So it wasn't like the first rodeo. So it's like, yeah, but I don't know. But that's life in general too. I mean, live and learn.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, thank goodness I'm living. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, but I do. I will, I've I've learned from this. But and the ridicule you. I, I I had to chuckle. Little old lady. Little old lady talking to some acquaintance of mine, I forget who it was, saying something about, oh, the idiot, he was out there hunting bears with the 22 like, Well, no, I wasn't hunting them with a 22 <laughs> I had a 22 on me as a self-concealed weapon. Um, and that's what I ended up using at the end, but no, i uh, I didn't initiate this whole thing with a twenty two yeah but you didn't go grab a twenty two and say <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm gonna go get this bear
2: but it, like but you know. I, yeah, but I know how that is
0: no. when you when you're kind of investigating something, you find a blood trail and there's a lot of blood and it's like, oh well, maybe he's just I mean he probably is not going to be able to survive the night losing this much blood right and so then you, and it's like, I'm not going to go back to the house and get a different, you know, this. Is, yeah. So I, I know how it is in those situations. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was another thing that I know that a, another lady said that I was embarging on its territory. And, and I had to chuckle about that uh, because we all have and we all are. Uh, uh, wild animals roamed in a lot of different places mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and... Uh, look at all the animals in town right now
1: yeah Um, Yeah. i
2: could say that about you know anybody living in town yeah um and then Uh, that argument's invalid
1: yeah well it's just
0: Uh, it's it's a it's a total difference in philosophy i mean i remember when i started hunting you know with my dad and one of the foundational things that he said was god created these animals for our benefit you know As human beings, and so I'm you pretty know, sure it says that in the Bible. It does. <laughs> it does say that, yeah. And but and but the point is, is if you don't start with that foundation, if you go to a place where you think the the life of any animal is totally funny, somebody uh, uh, somebody did a survey a while back t- to if if there was a total stranger and your dog were drowning at the same time. Mm who would you save? Oh, wow. Yeah, and many people chose their own pet. Yeah. Partially because their emotional connection, but partially, I mean, there's a group of people out there that believe that uh, human beings are just another animal. They're not, their life is not any more valuable than any other animal out there. And so then if you follow that train of thought, then, yeah. yeah, you're on their territory. Yeah. <laughs> Your house is built in the middle of their property. Well, yeah. It, it, yeah it, so. it's,
2: it's a beautiful spot, though. If you ever come up, yeah. We couldn't live in a more beautiful place. Boy, that's really. the truth. Yeah.
1: Hey, the, the, when you told the story about Justin coming out on the porch, yeah. I, it was just plain. I've known, I mean, I know them really well. I've known them since we were little. And, yeah. Just in, uh, in his underwear, like, oh, man, <laughs> I wish I had been there for that because I can just, I yeah. can just picture it, uh, yeah. and exactly what he said. Like yeah. it, some choice words came out. Of it. Oh, absolutely,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I saw him walk by the big uh, his probably his dining room window or living room window, was <laughs> like, one or the yes, other. And yeah. I'm like, that dude's in his underwear. Yeah. And sure enough, he came out on the porch. <laughs> and he, I would have done the same thing. I wouldn't get out all dressed up. No. Yeah. And then, he, and then he found out who I was. And then it was like, oh man, what the world. But uh, great, great people, though. They took very good care of me. Yeah, they're I, good people. Yes, I just hated to scare them as I did because <laughs> here I am, like I said, bleeding profusely. And we knew both my arms were broke at that time, mm-hmm. which I'm blessed that they weren't. But the, the disformity, that's why. Because of the swelling? Swelling. Yeah, instantaneous okay. swelling. Yeah. And you were talking about when he'd bite me. That's what it'd feel. And I swear you'd feel like the muscle crunching. tissue and the crunching.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and hear it and feel it and then when i looked at my arms they were so disformed because they were the muscle tone was all squeezed out in one spot mm-hmm. or, and when the doctor came in uh to us in the waiting or in the emergency room later and said greg you don't have any broken bones i thought you got the wrong x-rays here well wow. there has to be Wow, but uh no there weren't so nine, awesome. 900 my wife looked it up 900 psi that's the bite of of a bear, average bear, average black bear. bear.
0: Wow! Wow! Yeah. Now you were saying earlier there's been f- five bear.
2: This is the fifth. Is I'm the fifth. <laughs> yes, yeah. you could call it lucky this whatever. year. No. Okay. In and the history. history. Oh, yeah. really? Recorded. Yeah. And it's everything from um, I saw there was a lady that got like her and her dog. She had a little scratch on her leg, and um, but I think out of the five, I think there were two. This was like the second pretty good molly Yeah.
0: And that's and it was funny because we we got a little whiff of this before it became public and and we sat on it on purpose. But that was my first thought was like a bear attack. I mean, it was just like in Eastern Oregon. I mean, yeah, it was just uh, crazy. I mean, I grew up in Wyoming, you know, where <clears throat> it can it can be fairly common, sure, to be. But Eastern Oregon. I mean, I was just so dumbfounded by yeah, that. Yeah, well, so
1: I was too. I was like, really?
0: yeah but That's a um, <laughs> i had the text yeah. coming, like really like, yeah well real? and the first questions i asked was is he okay you right. know yeah. is the person i we didn't know that it was you or right. whatever so right. well awesome any any life lessons that i mean you've <laughs> kind of evaluated i mean you taught for how many years 30 years 30 years 30 at 30 greenwood
2: 20 24 at greenwood 20 yeah six and board six and board i mean you've
0: you've You've had a lot of life lessons up to this point, and then you get mauled by a bear. Uh,
2: absolutely, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what's next, man? Right. Um, yeah, I've been everywhere from South Africa, hunting to uh, uh, you name it. And uh, uh, lesson wise, you know, I, I guess it'd be a, a a grandchild lesson at that time. Yeah. Where you'd sit the grandchild down and. And not that grandpa fought a bear off and lived, but it's like, hey, make sure that you go through these, these things as you're retrieving an animal. And, and guys, it could be any animal. Um, I've had, you know, I've had a deer run over me, a buck deer, because I didn't go up to it and respect that it was still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and now bear attack. Um, once again, you just let your guard down. You just become comfortable. And I think that's what it is. Um, I have a comfortableness with the outdoors, but there there's a line there that I think I passed. I became a little too comfortable.
1: Yeah. They say uh, complacency can kill you. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's
2: so true. Yeah. So true. Um, so don't become too comfortable, but enjoy it. I mean, don't make this scare you. And that's <laughs> a lot of people say that's my worst nightmare is to be attacked by an animal. You know, lion, uh, Bear, you name it, but uh, um, yeah, don't let this scare you. But just respect the outdoors, right? Um, absolutely, yeah. And uh, comfortable is one thing, but um, yeah, just just respect that life until it's you know that that life's gone too.
0: Yeah, well, and and every day you have after that day,
2: absolutely, it's, and I will.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's like, well, yeah. but it didn't end on that day. You know, I had a, I had an incident a few years ago when I nearly drowned and, and I, and I every day it's like, yeah, but every day since then, you know,
2: and that that's always, that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Honestly, people say, well, what's your nightmare? And I said, drowning because I can't swim.
1: Hmm.
2: I love to fish. I hmm. a lot of time on my brother's boat. Um, but yeah, it'd be drowning. Right. Hmm. Um, but it wouldn't be being attacked by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the other thing. Who would have thought? I told my wife, I said, well, I said, and I love where I live and I love the community. Um, and, uh, wouldn't trade it for, you know, a million bucks. And, and uh, that's the whole thing. I'd rather get mauled and killed by a bear than get shot by some gang banker in Portland in a drive by mm-hmm. and have nothing to do or say. So no, I'm not going to live there. I'd rather live here, and like I said, in my life that way. Yeah. So. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for being here with us this yeah. morning.
2: Welcome, yeah, guys. Yeah, and right. thanks.
0: And anytime you want to come back, we'd love to have you. Yeah. <laughs> Just hey, a good conversationalist. For, yeah, thanks for being vulnerable and uh, telling an the story. And, and, yeah. What and and what's what's funny is, you know, not too long down the road, we're going to have Eric Valentine.
2: Oh, Judge Valentine! Yeah, yes. who
0: also survived so,
2: so survived a fall. A fall. Yeah, I, I was reading that right before this happened. Yeah, and he's, yeah.
0: he's 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 going to come on. He's he's home Good. now and recuperating yes. and stuff. And but he'll be on a show at some point and kind of sharing his story. And so, yeah, thanks. His,
2: his wife was my first student teacher. I was her student teacher. Oh, right. That was my first job over at Riviera. Meg Valentine. Wow. So, oh, really? Yeah. Small world.
0: Yeah, and she. And she was a principal. Was she at Green? She well, we became
2: was, a principal. Okay. Uh, not at Greenwood, but over there at uh, Riveria. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yep. Wow. All righty. Well, Kyle, you want to get us out of here? Yeah, let's
2: do
1: it. Let's, this uh, is going to be quick. Okay. On this day, June 1st. What is today? Yeah. June yeah. 1st. 20, oh, my gosh. It's crazy. 1796. The very last of Britain's soldiers withdrew from the United States. 1796 on this day. Wow. On this day in 1861, the first skirmish in the U.S. Civil War was held at Fairfax Courthouse in Virginia. So that's what? What year again? 1861. 61, okay. 1869, Thomas Edison was granted his first patent for the electric vote recorder. That was Thomas Edison's very first patent. 1880, the first paid telephone service in the United States is installed in New Haven, Connecticut. 1880. 1961, FM multiplex stereo broadcasting is heard for the first time. Huh. 1961.
0: Multiplex, meaning stereo. Stereo. Yes, yep. yeah.
1: 2018, on this day, the U.S. unemployment rate falls to 3.8%. The lowest since 2000, but then COVID kind of destroyed that. <laughs> I mean, it really did. Like it really, Now people don't even want to work anymore. It's just it's crazy. Let's see here. What was the number one movie? What do you think the number one movie was 40 years ago on this date? 1983,
0: June 1st. It's a huge movie. Huge. And and if you already looked at it, let him guess. No, I don't. I did. I I saw the 83. 83. 83. This time of the year.
2: Huge movie. that. That was a year after I graduated. Yep.
0: Ah. Star Wars?
1: Return of the Jedi. Return of uh, the Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: 1983,
1: June 1st. And then the quote for the day to get us out of here It's not the load that breaks you down, it's the way you carry it. One more time. It's not the load that breaks you down, it's the way you carry it. Boom. Alrighty. righty. Appreciate you for coming on, Craig. Thanks, awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Eastern Oregon, for watching. And thank you, Craig. You're welcome. Thank you to our sponsors who, uh, who sponsor the show. And uh, shout out to Valley Insurance downtown of the Grand. Yep. We'll see you Tuesday.